much for joining me for Miracles in Everyday Moments. I am Christina Boschman, and this program is brought to you by Let My Legacy Be Love. Love, our greatest gift and our most precious legacy. This show came out of an inspiration that I had a little while back while taking a walk in the woods behind my house. It was a beautiful day for March, the sky very, very blue, a nice crisp breeze blowing that was rattling the few leaves that are left from last fall, creaking the trees over my head. I heard some spring birds off in the distance and a chipmunk squeaking not far from where I was walking. As I listened, it, I realized like what a beautiful moment that was. I stopped and I listened. And for a full minute, I stood there. And I let all the news stories that had been filling my head, all the fear that people are talking about, all the drama, I let it all go. And I thought to myself, I want to do something to help people release some of that fear and to understand that all the drama going on around them doesn't necessarily have to involve them, that they can rise above that. I suddenly understood why, over the last couple of weeks, I've been making a list of miracles in moments that I had just everyday moments, things that happened to me through my life. There are stories that I've repeated over and over to my friends and to my family, and they're my favorites. I'm going to start with one that happened in the mid-1990s. At that time, I was in a transitional period in my life. My marriage was breaking up, and it was not something that happened as frequently then as it does now. I had spent nearly four years trying to figure out how to make it work, and we had even gone together for counseling. As nice of man and compassionate a man as my husband was, he did not know how to be a partner, and our relationship was not a healthy one. As my boys were growing and I began to watch them emulate their dad's behavior, I began to worry that they would grow up and think that that was a normal relationship, a normal partnership, marriage. And I decided I needed to take steps to change it. I hated to be the one that said, I'm finished. I hated to be the one to say I had to call a lawyer. I hated being that person, and I was sad all of the time. My heart was breaking. During that time, I began to realize that I needed to be with my kids as much as possible. I worked very, very hard in my career, and I did a lot of traveling for it as well. But I had promised them that no matter what happened, I would be there for their big events. One of those big events was opening day of Little League. I'll never forget it. They were so super excited about the parade, about each child being introduced in front of the great big crowd, the pizza and soda afterwards, the pictures. It was a lot of fun. But the day before opening day in that particular year, 
My sister called me to ask me if I could pick my mom up at the airport the next day. She had been on vacation in California. I said, sure, I can certainly do that. What time is it? She said, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock flight. I looked at my calendar knowing the opening day was at 1130. And I thought, yeah, I can do that. The airport was only 20 minutes from my house. I wrote it down. The next morning I got up. I put on my beautiful celery green suit, went to church for Sunday school, and left there just in time to make it to the airport a few minutes late to pick up my mom. When I got there, though, the airport was very, very quiet. Normally on Sundays, it was hustling in the morning, the hustle bustle, as they say. It was a small airport, but still, it was always very busy but there was nobody around. When I walked into that main, the main entrance, I took the escalator upstairs and then I decided, ooh, I better run to baggage claim. She must be here. The flight must have come in early. But there was no one at baggage claim. Now I was concerned, so I went to the information desk and I asked the woman at the desk. She went through her notes and she said, Jeepers, I'm sorry, ma'am. That flight is still on the ground in New York City. They're experiencing engine troubles. By now, I was getting nervous. I'm looking at my watch and I'm thinking, well, I have to be at opening day soon. What time is the flight coming in? She said, I don't know. So I asked her if I could write her a note and that she would give it to my mom when my mom got there. Remember, this was the mid-90s, and this was a small airport. My mom could stay and have a little bit of lunch in the cafeteria, and I would be there to pick her up after opening day ceremony. She said she was happy to do that, so I left her the note, and I ran to my car. By then, I was growing short. I needed to get home, get the boys into the uniforms, and get them to where the parade would start. But when I got to the car and drove to the gate to leave, I had been there just long enough that I had to pay to get out of the parking lot. I immediately got a feeling of like a spark through my body because I knew I didn't have any money in my wallet. I've always been terrible about carrying money and I have to be honest, I still am. I began digging through the console in my glove compartment. I only needed $2, but there was no money. I had cleaned my car the day before. I turned around and I went back to the parking lot because I had noticed an ATM right next to the information desk. I ran as fast as I could, threw the doors open, ran to the ATM machine, put my ATM card, and it said, out of order. My heart sunk. I could not miss opening day. What was I going to do? I went to the woman at the information desk again and said, hey, I'm sorry to bother you again. Is there another ATM machine? She looked at me and she goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No, this is the only one. I know my shoulder slumped and I looked disappointed because she said, I'm really sorry. I walked outside and stood looking up at the sky. I said, God, I need your help. I cannot 
miss opening day ceremonies. Not now. Not with everything that's going on. The sky was just as blue as it was that day last week when I was walking through the woods. And the breeze was blowing pretty much the same way. I remember seeing the flag ruffling in the breeze and thinking to myself, it's such a perfect day for opening day. I cannot miss it. But I didn't know what else I was going to do. I finally went and sat down on a concrete bench that they had out in front of the airport. It was one of those cement benches with a scrolly leaves and it was very pretty and normally I would have loved to sat there. I remember looking over the fence that kept me inside the airport, even considering climbing over it. Maybe I can climb over it and get out of here, but then how was I ever going to get back to where I needed to be? I considered hitchhiking. Everything ran through my mind. Finally, I just cried. I remember slumping a little on the seat and saying, I cannot believe this is happening to me. About that time, a really brisk breeze started to blow. And as I sat there with my eyes half closed, I noticed a leaf that had been torn free from a nearby maple tree flutter through the air and land at my feet right underneath my shoe. It struck me that it was odd because it was early April and or late April and the leaves were still new at that point and they generally didn't come off that easy in a wind like that. But by then my eyes were fully closed and I put myself in a rather meditative state just asking God for help. Please, I need to get there. I don't know what to do. After maybe five minutes, I opened my eyes, and it was at that point I looked down at my foot. And there under my foot was not a leaf. It was a $20 bill. I kid you not. I couldn't believe it. I picked it up and I looked at it, and I thought, I can still get there on time. I'll just barely make it, but I can get there. At that point, I noticed two men unpacking their luggage from their car, getting ready to go into the airport, and I felt guilty. I thought maybe that $20 bill belonged to one of them. Oh, what am I going to do? I thought, do I just leave or do I go to them and be honest? I decided I needed to be honest. I walked up to the first man and I said, excuse me, sir, I just found this $20 bill. Does it maybe belong to you? His reply was kind of curt. He just said, no, I don't have time for this. I turned to the other man and I said, does this $20 bill maybe belong to you? He looked at it and he looked at me. He looked at it again and he said, no. I said, you're sure you're unpacking your stuff. Maybe it flew out of something. He said, no, it's not mine. And suddenly his rather curt face too, kind of got a little smile on it. And he said to me, 
You know, if I were you, I would consider that a gift from my angels. I think I shocked him when I just reached up and hugged him super hard before running back to my car. I unlocked my car, got in, paid the $4 that I owed by that time, and drove home as fast as I could. Just as I got to the baseball field where opening day ceremonies were to be held, the parade was coming around the corner. I saw my boys almost immediately, and I probably looked like a crazy person because I was jumping up and down and waving as hard as I could so that I would be sure that they saw me. My older son looked at me at the corner of his eye and kind of gave me a quick wave, while my younger son waved back heartily, so happy to see me. I sat down on the grandstand, and I listened and watched as opening day ceremonies commenced. I told anyone who would listen about that story after the event was over and before grabbing my boys to go to the airport to pick up my mom, who had just arrived when we pulled in. When I told her the story, she just said, wow, that's amazing. As I've said, I have told that story over and over through the years. I can still see what I thought was a fluttering leaf out of the corner of my eye, hitting the ground and lodging under my foot. What are the chances? I believe that was a miracle in an everyday moment, and I have never forgotten it. In moments when I feel a little bummed out, I say, think about that story. That was incredible. So now you get an idea of what I'm doing here. If you have a story that you would like to share, I would love to have it. You can email it to me at Christina at Let My Legacy Be Love, and that's Christina with a C-H. Give me your phone number and a little brief outline of the story, and I'll be happy to talk to you about it, and we can talk about being interviewed on this show so that you too can share one of the miracles in your everyday moment. I'm very, very excited about this and I cannot wait to hear from you. I cannot wait to share some more of my own stories and I look forward to a much brighter future filled with inspiration and all the good things in life. Have a good day.